Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Truma Shishi, the sixth Aliyah in Parshas Truma. The topic of our Aliyah is the Mizbeach and Achoshes, the copper altar. Our Aliyah is um, running from Perek Chavzayin, Pasuk Aleph, to Pasuk Ches. It is eight Sokim long in total. Let's take a look at the general overview of the Aliyah and then we will, um, and then we will take a, a few basic points to ponder. So here we go. The Aliyah tells us that we're supposed to make a Mizbeach, an altar out of Atzei Shittim, this Acacia wood, and it is going to be five by five amas, five by five cubits, and three cubits tall. Um, we hear that it has a four corners, and at each of the four corners is a keren. A keren is literally a horn or a beam, um, which which protrudes upwards of an ama, as well as covered by copper. Notice the inner um, sanctum, the kodesh and the kodesh gadashim had gold covered vessels. We have now copper covered vessels outside of the kodesh because this this means about to not belong in the sanctum itself. It belonged in the Azara in the courtyard. Then we hear about that it has many implements, there's pans and there's and there's scoops and all the different things to, to clean and to use the Mizbeach as well. And we also hear that it has a Mikhbar, Reshes Nechoshech, so that we have this, it has a border which is made of this, uh, like a network um, um, of metal which is made and uh, there is also these, these um, rings which are used to insert the staves to carry it. And uh, it also has this Karakov, this uh, decorative area um, below the Reshes, and, um, and that which are to be found halfway through the Mizbeach. We hear about the beams which are used to carry or the staves used to carry it, um, and it is hollow. It is Nevuv Luchois Taaseh Kasher Bahar, as was described on the mountain to Moshe Rabbeinu. So a very interesting description over here. Let's try to take a few basic points to ponder. First of all, why now? Why is this being described to us at this point in time? So the Arbabanel explains that we have f- finished, or almost finished, there's one item we've missed out, which is the golden Mizbech, which still belongs inside. But we've essentially talked about the iron, the shulchan, the menorah. We've talked about the, the curtains and the beams. And now we're talking about, and the parochas and the masach. And now we're outside. As we move outwards, now we move to the wood and the copper outside. So that even the value, so to speak, of the metal used to coat it is, is, is lower because we're now on the outside. Not as holy, not as close. The Malbim goes to an extensive description over here that this is all a macrocosm for the human being. The body which houses the soul, the inner sanctum of the soul, which is found in the intellect and the emotions. And as you move outwards into the, so to speak, the physical expression of that, of those emotions into physical action and manifestation, that's where the Mizbech, that's where the sacrifices are made in our body. It's just very, very fascinating as this is a reflection of the human being. And the human being, the sacrifices they need to make in their own lives, the things they have to bring up on their own altars, the sacrifice of, so to speak, limbs, pleasure of their, of their lives, where they know a person is not going to indulge themselves fully engaged in this material world, is an expression of this Mizbech, uh, the Bilvavi Mishkan Evne, the, the, the Mishkan which is made in our hearts as well. The Malbim goes to great extensive de- detail in this in a beautiful way in our Aliyah. Now, how tall is Mizbech? So, if you read the, uh, the Aliyah very literally, um, it sounds like it is three Amos tall. However, it seems to be a little bit of a contradiction because it does describe that you have this Reshes and Karakov, these, these two layers, which are at the center of it. So, how does that work exactly? So, this actually is a matter of debate of the Tanaim, but the general understanding is, is that, the, um, is, as Rashi points out, which is that you have three Amos above these two layers. The three amos would be above the line. Then you would have the five amos, the five level, the five 
cubits below the line, uh, you would have the base, which is an amma, and the horn sticking up an extra amma, which means to say that in total, the Mizbeach was 10 ammas high. Rav, uh, high. Rav, th- that's the opinion which seems to be accepted, and therefore, the, uh, the, and, and therefore it is pretty significantly tall, certainly t- taller than a human being. Rav Hirsch um, points out that, in fact, the Mizbeach in the base Olamim, in the base of Migdash, was the same height. It was also 10 ammas high, but... Instead of um, instead of being five by five in terms of the top uh, um, area, it was thirty two by thirty two, so a much larger surface. But it was modeled after the smaller mizbeach as well. Rashi points out that um, the mizbeach over here was actually filled when they when they came to their place where they encamped. They filled the mizbeach with earth, so it was mizbeach adama, um, which uh, which gave it more gravity. It was it was stronger in place. And then of course we have to discuss. We're not going to discuss here. There is a ramp which was for this mizbeach in order to, on the southern side to climb up it. That where the steps were not allowed, as the end of Parshish Sisra we learned, and so a ramp was used, but we'll hear about the ramp a little bit later as well. Now, what does a Mizbeach mean? What is the idea of a Mizbeach? So the Abamanel says it's a place, it's really sort of the active word for the word Zevach. Zevach is a sacrifice, it's a Mizbeach, it's a place where we sacrifice. The Ksavah Kabbalah, Rehakot C. Mecklenburg points out that um, this is not like the way it's translated into German and English even, which is um, altar. Altar actually means from the word uh, uh, altar, which is to go up. It's uh, and that's why we. Uh, it is actually an incorrect translation of what it really is. It's not about ascent. This is about sacrifice. Um, the Dasa Kenim actually is, says a very fascinating thing, where he says that it is an acronym for the words Mechila, Zechus, Bracha, and Chayim. That is forgiveness, merit, blessing, and life. Mechila, Zechus, Bracha, Chayim are Mizbeach. Those are the things that we achieve on this. And perhaps. I would like to suggest that the 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 the, the is referring to different types of sacrifice which are in fact brought on the Mizbeach as well. Um, he also points out that the Mizbeach was five by five amos because of the Seres uh, Debros, which you divide into two sets of five. It was also had the the, the three amos above the Sovev, the, um, the which was about uh, which was representing the three redeemers, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. Um, so a lot of interesting um, idea, uh, ideas which are reflected in the actual structure of the Mizbeach itself. The Kleyakor points out that uh, there are other elements which are also meant to be reflected metaphorically in the Mizbeach. So for instance, it's made of shittim wood because it relates to the word shtus, that a person only sins when nechnas bohem, they enters them a spirit of shtus, of sort of frivolity, of 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 lack of consequences, of not thinking about the um, long term goals in life. That's what's called a ruach shtus, um, and so the mizbeach is made of, sh- of shittim. I say shittim, also a hollow structure in, in a certain sense to reflect the notion of being the danger of sin as well. Another point, say uh, point he points out is that it has these horns, which um, with these kronos. Ka- ka- which are the, on each of the corners, it says it's almost as if it's a, looks like the, the head of a bull of a, of a, of, with a, the horn sticking up. And he says, representing the notion, the ideas of passion, anger, and impetuousness, which le- often lead to sin, which is why the Mizbeach is here as a tikkun, as a correction agency for such behavior as well. Um, and uh, the Ababanel the actually is, uh, points out that if you notice it, it says Ha Mizbeach, the altar, as if we know what this altar is before. And why would do we know about this altar before? And the Ababanel says that all the patriarchs, everybody up till now, had used a Mizbeach. 
Right, Avraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, everybody used Mizbech. So when Hashem says he's going to create and wants the nation of Israel to create a Mishkan, obviously it's going to involve and, and be uh, 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 facilitate it uh, by and through a Mizbech. So they knew it was coming. This was the center of it. In fact, the Rambam in the Sefer HaMitzvah and in the Hilchos Beis Bechira explains the mitzvah of the Mishkan is to build a place of sacrifice. The primary function of the Mishkan is a place of sacrifice, which means it's our responsibility to make a, a, a Mishkan in order to sacrifice as well. It's worthwhile noting that Rasulovetchik points out that the Ramban and the Ibn Ezra disagree with the Rambam in the sense that it's not only about sacrifice, but it's also a place where there is Shechina, where Hashem's divine presence rests. Not just because of our sacrifice, but because this is where Hashem chose to be. Which is fascinating because how is it, as if you read um, Melachim um, Aleph Perik um, Ches, where Shlomo Melech completes the building of the base of Migdash, Shlomo Melech wonders about this very point. How can the infinite, how can the creator of the entire world ever be in a finite place? How can he limit himself to such a finite place? And the notion is, as Rasulachik points out, the notion of Tzimtzum, where Hashem chooses to express infinity in a finite space. That's what Tzimtzum is. And the reflection of that, if Hashem can do that and choose to do that, then certainly we can live a life of tzimtzum. What is a life of tzimtzum, of narrowing down ourselves? That means to say also living within constrictions in His name. If for the sake of being close to us, Hashem constricts Himself, for the sake of being close to Him, we constrict ourselves. We live a life, a halachic life, where we don't just eat or drink what it is that we want, although it might be very tempting to. We don't just engage in any relationship we want, although it may be tempting to. We don't just wake up whenever we want. We have responsibilities on a daily, on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. That's all metzamtzim. That narrows the scope of what we're able to do in this world because that is our tzimtzum, our narrowing down as a reflection of the narrowing down Hashem does in order to be close to us. Um, with this, we conclude the sixth alley. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful